0: If you if you're being kind, be even kinder. If you're being sweet, be even sweeter. Like if you're if you're you know just try to be the light in other people's lives right now.
1: Don't you know
0: that the music should be solemn? This is Theo Rossi. This is Theory. Let's just start. We started. Where this is starting. Look at you. You know what I
1: love so much about you? And I wish the peeps could have heard this three seconds ago.
0: Ah, fuck it. Let's just start. Let's just start. Because we talked for so long. Before. So long. What we were saying is, do you under, do you know the name of this episode we're doing?
1: Well, it's right here. I don't know how to say it. Farine? 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 I don't know. Farine. Who cares?
0: Did you know sure. Farina when you were a kid?
1: I think I kissed a Fiona, but Farina, I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> farina was like a thing. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm saying it wrong, but Farina was like a pasta. Uh, and you and you put like- That's a,
1: the Italian in you, son. Like I wouldn't know that.
0: butter. Yeah, it was delicious. You had it, but you only usually had it when wow. you were sick. I think it was like a breakfast cereal. I don't know. Wow. Somebody <laughs> will tell me different. Um, <laughs> so, but Farine, let's call it Farine. We're going to get to that in a little while. Um, how are you?
1: Well- thanks for asking uh, it's been a crazy crazy time as I know you're gonna talk about being our yeah. our you ride the front of the horse I ride the back of the horse and sometimes <laughs> we ride sometimes we ride sideways but sometimes side side. you know what buddy like what do we how lucky are we to be just talking to one another under all this drama and craziness like
0: yeah um.
1: I don't even know what to say or where to go with it or what well, do you I want to talk? You and
0: I, what you and I were saying before this was really interesting. Um, this is truly an extremely uncertain times in a lot of ways. I know that. And, and I think that the hard part is that you get these glimmers of hope, right? When the vaccine was coming, you know, you and I talked about people like, okay, here we go. Like we're, you know, we're on the turnaround. And then they're like, you know, there's a second strain and you're like, oh my God, what? And then, you know, and, and you kind of take one step forward, two steps back and you're like, what? And then they're like, oh, there is a vaccine, but it's not being rolled out properly. And you're like, what, what's happening. Right. And, and, you know, you hear one thing, you hear another, and then on top of it, you know, you have something that, um, I don't think anybody, if you're, if you're a history buff, you know, like I know we are, or, you know, whatever, whatever was unimaginable,
1: unimaginable,
0: yeah, unimaginable. And, We all know, we all know, um, we all know the deal. I think that my thing is this, when uncertainty overwhelms me, you know, um, I'm in the epicenter of, 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 you know, COVID right now, LA and Los Angeles, where, you know, the numbers I hear every day are every 10 minutes, you know, someone's getting it one out of six people, you know, all this stuff, which just puts a lot of fear in you when I, when I feel all that. I remind myself. And when there's uncertainty, I remind myself to be kinder, to be nicer, not just to other people, but to myself, like, because uncertainty could overwhelm you and fear can overwhelm you. We all know this. So I realize that I'm not an anomaly that if it's happening to me, it's happening to a lot of people. Yeah. And I have to be respectful of that. So in every way, whether it be online, whether it be in emails, whether it be in text messages, whether it be from six feet away, if you're talking to someone, I'm like overly kind. And I do that because I understand that everybody is feeling at least the way I'm feeling or worse because of everything that's going on, especially here in the United States and all that. And, um, we don't know how people react to things. And I know that for me, um, You know, I was, you know, I'm traveling for work and it's scary. And, you know, there's so much crazy stuff going on. And then at the same time, the news is like, whoa, my goodness. Right. And, and it's, and, and again, what we just talked about, this historical horrific thing that happened. Um, I just, I just realized that I'm, I'm, I am so fortunate that I get to talk to you. And I am so fortunate that we get to share a show that harkens people back to better times and that they get to do this and listen to this and reminisce and have some fun and do whatever. So I, I don't want to stay on it too long, but I will just say for me and my closing of this whole thing is if you if you're being kind, be even kinder. If you're being sweet, be even sweeter. Like if you're if you're you know, just try to be the light in other people's lives right now.
1: No, and that's a really good reminder. And I think all your beautiful family out there and family and Fam Crow and Peeps, and they know that about you. They know that about me. And I will just add to what you say said, and that is that the dam seems to have have been broken. There is a hole in the dam. And all this water keeps coming through this dam. And we as humans are on the other side of the dam going wait a minute, we fixed that little part of that hole. We fixed that little part of that hole. And then it breaks through again. And I'm just going to say this, that, uh, boy, humans, we, we have to just believe that kindness will win, love will win, vaccine is coming, we need to wear a mask. All those things are going to make a difference under this incredible cloud that is so palpable, and we feel it as human beings. And that's why, uh, once a week, and we talk all during the week, obviously, mm-hmm. but for you and I to, to share the reality of our lives under all this stress, and we know how lucky we are. I'm mm-hmm. in a house, I'm not mm-hmm. living on the street. I've worked mm-hmm. hard in my career, it, I've, it's been a pretty good run. I've got great fan, friends like you, family, mm-hmm. and, and we know how lucky we are, but we also never, stop giving back or never stop being kind or never never not pick up a phone to help out a desperate friend who might be feeling anxiety that they've never felt before because we are all in this
0: together and you and 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 what i want to say to to piggyback on that is you don't have to be In a position where you have this giant audience to give back. And when people hear the word give back, they're like, I don't have any money. I'm like, no, this has nothing to do with money.
1: money. No, it doesn't. Giving back
0: is giving of yourself, correct? Listening to someone, of asking someone, How are you? How is it going? Are you okay? Do you want to talk about anything? How are you feeling? And I think that what what we're we're all moving so fast and we're so fearful. That we're we're forgetting that other people are feeling all the exact same things, if not more than you are. So when we say give back, just give yourself. And I guarantee you, sometimes when I say kindness will always win. And you know, I I write this stuff of you know, kindness like that leads to so many great things. People like they can't see through the woods like they can't see that they're like oh but look at this and look at that and i'm like you're right you can do that all day but i could also do the same thing with kindness i can show you a million examples of of people who are kind who good things happen for and i'm telling you this isn't about good things happening for you it's about good things happening for the world and making this place a little better when you eventually leave here because yeah. you will leave here we all will yeah. leave here yeah so yeah. um on the, on on a similar note, how could Look at my hair. What's going on here?
1: Okay, first of all, I'm finding it very hard to even look at you. <laughs> um, I looked at photos of myself when I was 32 years old, and they're very yeah. similar to what I'm looking at right now.
0: Black. And my modern. must
1: my mustache was better, but that hair is very very young Kim Coates uh, era, and good for you. You're rocking it.
0: This is streetcar. This is streetcar, Kim.
1: Um. Did you have short a li- hair that, that's a little longer. Mine was a little shorter for streetcar. Mm. I didn't have any facial hair, but the skin and the fo- – sure, sure. Stella,
0: do you did want to scream your mustache Stella? always meet in the middle? Mine doesn't do it. Pretty did much. You- yeah. Oh, yeah, good. yeah. Yeah, you got a yeah. nice one. Look at
1: that. Now, I've figured out my, the character I'm about to play really soon here. That's so why I've cut my yeah. hair. And It's a small-town lawyer with big city problems. that's yeah. <laughs> That's where yeah. I'm going, son. That's and your, uh That's it. Yeah, I'm. I, you know, hopefully, Look this at him. Comes... He has a beard. Look at him. It's all starting to come in a little bit. We'll see how it goes.
0: It's nice. Yeah, I'm. We're we're putting mine together this week. Um, we're putting it together. We have. I was telling you before. We have all the camera tests and all that, and we're putting it together. And I can't wait. I can't wait to put it together. But this is this is. It's epic. Start. It's
1: gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be great for you, bro. The people you're working with are top notch, and it just sounds so exciting. And it's just such a epic drama. Like my God. So it's
0: going to be a lot of fun. Oh, you know what I wanted to tell you? And 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 then we'll get to the episode because I know people. It's so funny. Let's I go. Sent you that, I sent you that one comment of people being like, why do you talk so long at the beginning? <laughs> and of course, if anybody wants to get a real kick out of uh, go to the YouTube comments and look what I write people. It's uh, it's really funny. I send them to Kim when I write them. I'm, I'm, I, I, kill people with kindness, but you always get this, you know, you always get the one person who's like, why do you talk so long before you review the episode? <laughs> no, and then,
1: you know, and we get like a thousand, like, Amazing Oh my God,
0: ones. I love this show.
1: And then we get a couple like that. And one guy yeah. went the other day, went, I don't need like, what are you guys even like talking about? Like, I want to start about? talking about something. And I thought, is he talking
0: to the right show? Like yeah. we- he said, you guys don't make sense when you speak. And I said, maybe not. Who cares? Live Maybe up, but who cares? Yeah. <laughs> who, cares? who cares? So, 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 so here's what I was thinking. So you're a car guy, right? Like you, you, yeah. kind of always been, you've always been into cars, right? Yeah. Okay. So I, I started being into cars when I was a kid. Like my first sure. car ever was a 68 Mustang that I pushed home, I bought it for 500 dollars, I had a 289 engine, and I literally rebuilt it with my uncle, and it was my first car ever. And that was my car when I got my license. And then, after redoing that, it was white, it was green when I got it, and I painted it white and it had a black rag top. and again, I was oh. becoming a car guy. 68 Mustang, 289 engine. This is back when you had to go to all the uh the car flea markets to get parts. There was no online, there was none of that stuff, right? You had a catalog, you had to order stuff. Set. Then I got rid of that and I got a 64 and a half Mustang, red, white leather interior, convertible. And I only had that for six months. Uh, couldn't afford the parts, couldn't do this, and I got rid of that. And then my next car, and it was my final, and there's a point to this story. I know the person who will complain. There is a point. Then I got a 74 Cutlass Supreme convertible. But I was living in New York at the time, and the car would get destroyed. It had the 450 engine or whatever it was. It, it got dis- hey. destroyed. Destroyed. Like literally me, Mona, and everybody were driving back from Albany with it one day. And I had a hole in the floorboards. Things the were car, falling off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the rug touched something and went on fire inside the car. A nightmare. Car, car was a mess. Right? <laughs> and after that, that was it. I went into regular cars. I started leasing. you know, I leased the car. And that was it. And I never kind of became a car guy again. I got to tell you something. Through our guy, Emilio. Uh, Emilio Rivera. Shout out, Emilio. I got linked to this guy, Justin, who uh, owns uh AV Chevy in Antelope Valley. And I saw Emilio write something about this truck. And I was like, my goodness, that is like the craziest truck. And I haven't been intrigued by cars in 20 years. <clears throat> and uh, I just have to give the guy a shout out because he reignited my love of cars. And I just got something from him. Um, and and uh, And the reason I say this is... Because it's the new trucks, the new like Tahoes and all that and the Z71s and like, and there's, there's the new Corvettes that are at the new, like, and I just started looking at these things and I got blown away and I needed a truck. I haven't had a car as crazy as this sounds. Me personally, I haven't had a car in almost six months. The reason being is we're in lockdown. My wife has a car. I don't go anywhere. You know, if I'm not filming, which you know, I have to fly somewhere to film or or film wherever, I don't I didn't need a car. So I just wanted to say this because I just got this new truck and uh and and uh I you're pretty
1: happy. Aren't you? You're pretty I'm, happy.
0: I'm pretty happy, but it kind of reignited my my car thing again, where like I'm looking up like resto mods and like cars and like this whole thing. And um, and I just wanted to give a shout out to Justin because uh you know, everybody, car dealers, everybody's been having this hard time and, uh, and uh, Emilio for just kind of showing me this thing, because again, I haven't had a car in six months. I didn't think I'd ever get a car again. It's, uh,
1: it's, it's funny that your first car was close to this. Like that is a 1968 Ford fastback.
0: And this is my,
1: this is this is my, well, this is my Pegasus project in Saskatchewan where we're raising all this money to get a couple of new helicopters, and my boy Vaughn Wyatt and Lori Leach in Saskatchewan—they've built this thing with Ford's help, and it's going to be—it's uh, going to be ready any minute. So that's kind of an is original. Ready.
0: That's an original yeah, so it's, fast. Yeah, it's going to have.
1: Yeah, it's going to be like I don't need, I even know how many ho- horsepower—probably six, eight, eight 700. It's, it might not even be legal on the road. I don't know, but it's going to go for so much money at Barrett Jackson cool. auction a year from now in Arizona when the, when the you know the COVID's calmed down. Yeah, we can all get back to some normalcy a year from now for sure this thing's going to go there and it's going to make so much money uh, for this charity, for these helicopters, the Stars Ambulance in Saskatchewan. So funny that you should say 68, because that's what that is.
0: But what's funny about you, and this was so funny, I always tell the story about you is when we were doing the show, you know, you, you your regular car, you were like me, but I was even different then because I had the the Yukon. Uh, I had the Yukon, yeah. you know, yeah. but you, you didn't care, like your regular car no. your day-to-day that you were driving back and forth. With so it's the a Nissan, Nissan, Nissan Altima, like, and you it's, just white. Like,
1: it's white. It's yeah. white, too. It's not even a color. And, then, it's white. and
0: you just didn't care, but you always had the old car at home, the one, the Nova, right? right or right, right.
1: No, it's a Chevelle. Uh, it's a, a, Chevelle. a uh, 1966 Cabernet Red, Crager Mags, uh, the stereo that'll blow your mind. Um, it's pretty special, low-rider. It's stunning. Malibu Chevelle, so, yeah.
0: So the thing is, and I was always like, man – why would he have that older car and then not, and, but have the Altima that he's driving around in. And now it's so weird that I just feel this whole, like, I feel like my 16 year old <laughs> self pushing that Mustang back. And I'm like, Oh yeah, my God, baby. Like, to have a project Good. to maybe like do a project. So point, I just wanted to bring that up. Cause I know you're a car guy and, uh, and, uh, I feel like a kid again. So maybe when we get out of this, you and I'll. We'll do a real
1: oh, car. I that's right. I'm coming to visit you. We're gonna build a car. How about that? Yeah,
0: let's build a car. Um, so here we are, Farine, Farina. Um these episodes are pissing me off. I gotta tell you something. Let me just say that we're going in a we're going in a row now. Oh, we're um, finishing it off. This is episode
1: ten of season three. Yeah. Next week we're gonna do eleven. Yeah. we're gonna finish it off with twelve. We're finishing it off. Yes.
0: Yeah. Run so, a nice run right now. The previews make a lot more sense, by the way, when you watch the show in order. To- Tommy Tommy <laughs> Flanagan. Um did his nice Scottish
1: accent, nice yeah. nice intro. Kind of works with the boys being you boys being in Ireland. Um
0: I wasn't there, Kim. I'm not in the Okay.
1: Episode. So I'm it's funny because I through my notes I go, Theo, were you on that bike ride? Or Theo, why weren't you at the table? Or then it, it finally dawned on me that Theo wasn't even in the show.
0: Yeah. Now, so remember, that was, I've, I've said this a bunch of times back in the day. They're saving, money they, were saving four, money. they were saving money. They were saving money. money. Uh, in the beginning before juice was juice, you know, the first three episodes I was kind of in and out and I didn't have a 13 of 13 contracts. So there were episodes where I just get, Oh, you're not going to the table read. I was like, Oh, I'm not in the episode. And, and yeah, you know, at this point I remember thinking, cause this was kind of late. I knew, I knew from season four on however long I lasted, I would be in every episode. But I remember at this point, this was a right around the first time where I was like, I'm okay with not being in this episode. (laughs) And the reason I mean that is there is so much going on in these shows and I'm realizing it now. Um, Yeah. Here we go. I mean, you're right. Here We go. Yeah. Jax wakes up. um, He wakes up and has a smoke before he has any water or takes a pee. Do you ever notice that?
1: (laughs) No, I didn't, but what a, what a great way to wake up. If you're young and you think you had nothing better to do, let's have a smoke. I'm yeah. playing Jack's teller. I'm just gonna smoke. How about that? No one's gonna tell me I can't. So, so he did. Yeah, like you know, um, I don't know Theo. And then you get Ashby coming in with his, his Sean, yep, Casey, his I like sidekick. I, no, love him, but I, I don't know why uh, the father told him to get out of the room, get out of the room while I talk to Jacks, because they've talked about everything. And then when he came back in the room. I feel like I've seen this scene a few times now, and and they're always so good. But
0: I've seen it. I've, I've seen well, this, I, and, and I'm going to tell you a lot about this episode. You know, we're going to get really hard into it, and I'm probably going to be hard on this episode, and that's okay. Is um, we're repeating a lot of things as we go. You just said it again. Like how many how many Kellen Jack scenes are we going to have? Too many. Where's the kid? It's, Where's the kid? It's like, it's too, it's it's too it's many. Too
1: and 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 I just didn't know why he sh- shoved him out because he comes right back in. And then he tells Jax, he's your man. He's going to do the dirty work for you. Right. He's your guy. So there's no need for him to leave the room. There was no, no, that, there was no secret. There was no secret. Not, not one. Um, Jimmy has
0: his talk. Then we go to Jimmy is, in the car. And basically, car. his partner is basically telling him, he's convincing him how much he fucked up. Like, basically, he's saying, you fucked up. You're out of control and um, this isn't going to be good for you. Like basically that guy is telling him, you could tell that there's some apprehension in his voice when he's talking and Jimmy might've took it a little too far with the blowing up and not killing them again. And, and uh, then he killed Kellen's Sean Casey's uh, partner. So that, that you're starting to see the unraveling. And again, I'm a big Jimmy fan. I'm a big Titus fan. So I like anything with him. Um, here's something that happened in this episode. And this is where I always think maybe cause I try to live a little more in reality. Like I've always felt like entertainment, especially when you're playing real, but well, not real people, but you know, playing people that exist, try to exist, like whatever we're doing, you have to take into consideration that sometimes I might not believe you. And what I mean by that is McGee and O'Neill are having this fight in the clubhouse and they say everything what if someone was in there? What if someone walked in? You know, he, they, they literally says, he says, did you, you the one who blew up the thing and detonated the thing? And he throws, uh, McGee throws O'Neal on the floor, right? And they're fighting, but we're there. We're close. We're in the alley. Like we're.
1: Yeah, no, M- McGee, McGee has the upper hand actually feeling that whole thing. It's, it's, it's O'Neal as the Sergeant at Arms. And I, I gotta say, I would, I would have, I would have walked off the set if I read that Clay kicked the stool out from underneath me, he can punch me. He can put a gun on me, but you're not kicking any stool underneath my ass. It's just not going to happen. So for that, for, for, for you know, O'Neal to let that happen. I come on, we're all actors. We're all on the show and such a bit. We love it. But I, I just never, I would have fought tooth and nail punch me come up behind me, hit me with a bot, but don't, you can't kick a steal.
0: That's that's just never what happened. Do you ever? Did you ever watch Seinfeld? Oh yeah. Okay. Do you remember when they met like their doppelgangers, like on the street and they looked like weird yeah. versions of them? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is the first episode where I thought it hit me. And maybe cause I was thinking about everything, but what I was watching, maybe, you know how like there's bizarro Superman, like, you know, that kind of thing. I was like, did they try to make O'Neill like Tig, like with the way he looked? And did they try to make McGee like, like Clay? And did they try to make Maureen like Gemma? Do you notice like there's a lot of things that they, they seemingly were mirroring us in a lot of the things? It's kind of weird. Yeah. It's like the bizarro. It, it's that- very weird.
1: <laughs> I, Sam I, Bell I went a little kooky. It really Sam Bell, over there. Now. I think
0: in that casting, they were trying to make O'Neill like Tig, but the, Tig would, it, like you said, he would never let the chair get kicked out from him. He would never. So, again, never. Yeah, it's just silly. So, look, you yeah. know, it's simple. It's simple. It's simple, if I may,
1: Theo. It's simple because uh, McGee was starting to go pop goes the weasel. You can see him starting to go crazy. He's, it's, it's too much now. The lies are coming out. You know, uh, uh, O'Neill's been completely screwed up. Uh, it, it's just, it's not going well for, 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 for McGee and it's all coming out now. So the scenes to me didn't, I don't know. They just, they just looked the same it's, to
0: me. It's uh hold on. This thing just said my internet connection is unstable. So hold on. You can still see me, right? Okay. So yeah. Here we go. I'm still good. Let's, uh, who knows? Unstable. You cut out, but as long as everybody can still see this face and your face, that's all that matters. Um, okay. That's all that matters. So Tara and, uh. Uh, back tattoo i call her now tara and back tattoo are (laughs) i gotta tell you it's the most interesting part of these episodes i am every time they cut to salazar and and that whole thing i'm like in i'm glued because it's it's riveting stuff compared to what's going down in belfast so and and it's it's honestly like this b or c storyline so it's really interesting how it's kind of taken over so we go there um, and you know, they're getting harassed by this guy. I mean, he is, I don't know how it ends up for Salazar. I was trying to think, I don't know. Um, but he's making a lot of big mistakes here.
1: It's great. It's great. He's just digging. You, 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 if he thought it was bad with his head sticking up in that dirt road, when you boys were racing by with motorcycles, oh, things good, are going to get no bad remember, for this so kid. I'm coming
0: curious out. to yeah. see what happens. Back. Okay. So then we hear, then we see something interesting. McGee is coming in to see us and he overhears that basically we know something is, excuse me. Yeah, We know something's astray. And immediately he starts to kind of protect his own ass. You know what I mean? By giving up O'Neal. So he comes right in. Oh, Oh, and by the way, this was just about the point of the episode. Where after ten episodes of season three, I started to realize who's McGee and who's O'Neill. I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me one other I still Irish get person. To, don't I, ask me one other Sam Bell member. But those two, I was getting them confused up until that. All moment. All the
1: time. All the time. All the time. Still, I still don't. I still have to look them up once in a
0: while. I'm not I, joking. It's yeah. too much. So okay, so he comes in and he's going to save his own ass. He basically, you know, tells them. Uh, he was blindsided as well. And, you know, O'Neill did this and he's gone and he's disappeared. Right. And he's thinking that's going to stop us from doing what we're doing. Um, And, and again, everybody at at this point, while they have ideas that McGee might be involved, they're really positive. O'Neill is, you know, definitely the one who did, did this.
1: Sure. Are you there? Oh, you're frozen again. Yeah, oh, there you are. Yeah,
0: there I am. Uh, okay, good. I thought it was pretty cool when we cut to Taryn. I, I, Taryn Manning's one of my favorites. Um, T- Taryn Manning is cherry. I mean, first of
1: all, she's absolutely real. She's absolutely amazing. Great. She's absolutely tough chick. Uh, great, great little, great little scene. You know, she's been boinking O'Neill, yep. uh, the sergeant at arms that we've been talking about. And uh and then do we do we get right into the the tough the tough guy act here with the two chicks? Yeah, Gemma and Maureen. That's yeah. That's start, so
0: that's when Maureen starts choking her and uh grabs later. her by the neck. Yeah. She's a total tough guy. Again, trying to be Gemma.
1: Don't yet yeah, trying to be Gemma in front of Gemma. It's mm-hmm. just it's the best. And the way she grabbed her on the neck and threw her up against the wall, I'm going, look at the two girls. Uh and then she screams, don't ever lie to the club. Mm-hmm. See, so if we can just go back for one second. Because when um, yeah. McGee was saying, "Oh, it's the truth we're after, is it?" and he says it to Clay, right to his face, and I remember going, "Yeah, yeah, that's that's what we've been trying to get to for the last four episodes." That have, is and there a
0: bigger, is there a bigger meaning to
1: that? No, I, I just I'm just saying that he's been lying. He's been lying. So for him, McGee to say, "Oh, it's the truth we're after," let's get to you. You've been lying, McGee, and it's going to come back and haunt you. Yeah. And we're going to get to you in a second. And so it's just funny how Maureen, uh, you know, grabs Taryn, Cherry uh, throws her up against the wall and says, don't ever lie to the club, just like her guy just did to Clay and has been yep. lying for the past, you know, three episodes.
0: Yeah. And those are those little links. Um, right after that, um, you know, it's pretty much looks like, Jimmy O wants to kill O'Neill. Like he's going to tie up the loose end, right? Where are you? What's going on? Oh yeah, no, no, he's
1: dead. He's dead. He's going to find him. He's dead for sure.
0: But it's so funny. Like that's uh, you would think that criminals or people who kind of turn on people know that eventually, once you establish yourself like that, like you're kind of dead in 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 stories and movies. You notice that, right? Like the other, like it's not like O'Neill's. It's not like Jimmy O's going to be like, okay, great, you helped us out. You're with us. It's like no, he doesn't trust them, and now he's going to do this because he would think he'll do the same thing to him.
1: Yeah. Once, once you start playing the line of being with this group or that group, and if this group doesn't win and you're with that group, you you better run. You better run for the forest. And that's what O'Neill's trying to do now. He's dead. He knows he's dead. He knows he's going to get caught either by the sons or by McGee now, or by Jimmy. And he's on the run. And yet it's a fictional story. So we must find him, And we, and we do.
0: You know, Juice I, knows all about that in the future when he goes and talks to the Mayans, which you and I remember that scene when you came in. We'll talk about that down the road. Touch,
1: touch the top of your head. I'll never forget it. And yeah. can I just give a shout-out right now to FX? Because there is not another show in the history of TV that gives more front credits to actors than, than any show yeah. I've ever seen. You're in right. the front of our show, when it starts with, with us, you know, all of us leads – and then there's 30 names. 30. Yes. Yeah. So a couple of singles, then a few more, then doubles, then triples. What a what a You're what halfway a, into the episode and there's still names on the I, bottom of the screen. I, 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 We're we're 20 minutes into Theo and yeah. they finally finished the goddamn credits. I just find that yeah. absolutely amazing.
0: It is and it's after the song and it's so weird that you have to get used to and I remember I'll give you a little acting thing. Uh, you probably
1: do you think I need days. an acting tip? Is that what you're no, going to tell it's me? Like, Got to work on my acting? Is that what you're <laughs> do you remember, telling me?
0: Do you remember when we used to put together our tapes? Remember we'd put together our tapes of stuff you did? You mean our reels? Like our, our acting reels? reels? Yeah, 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 sure. Okay. But remember, yeah. I, I don't know if you remember now. I watched yours. Yeah, I watched yours a I couple mean, times. I don't do them anymore, but now, you know, someone does it for me. We don't have to. The, back right. in the day, yeah. I had to do my own, right? Meaning yeah. I'd have to go sit with a guy and we'd do it. So did I. Okay, so you remember this. I was always mad because I did so many guest stars on so many TV shows that if I was in the beginning of the episode where the names were over my scene, it sucked <laughs> because <you're laughs> you like, get pissed you right off. It gets so no. because you're like, you don't want on your reel, you're on screen Leo. and there's some guy's yeah. name yeah. under it or some girl's name, an actress's name under it showing up because you're only in the beginning scene of that show. And uh, I remember that it happened to me a few times, and I was like, "Oh, is there any way to remove it?" And they're like, "No, you'd have to, no, no frame way." Or, you know, now no I'm way. sure you can. But those were those little things that you were like, "I hope my big scene isn't while names are still playing <laughs> on the bottom."
1: <laughs> we so. hope it's after the director's name has been down there because yeah. that's it. Let's yeah, move or on. It,
0: or let it go to you. at least your name comes up or something when it's on there. So it's funny. Okay, so then we go to Chucky and Piney. Uh, I love that, right? Chucky answering the phone and, and asking the patch member. It's just such a great dynamic. It, they really, I wish they would have played a little more into Chucky and Piney together. Like just seeing that relationship would have been. No, it's just
1: it was salt and pepper, man. That's all we had time for. We had to move on.
0: Yeah, and cozy cozy comes up with the plan. So tell me about it because that's I'm going I'm, cool I'm crew I'm, you I'm, have.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you because it it, it totally makes sense to me. I, I was uncertain when I first saw this scene when me and Piney and Kozik are in the in the in the chapel there and we're going over this and I find we all find out that the girls have been kidnapped. I gotta tell you, I found it really kind of weird that Piney and I weren't a little more amped up. Yeah, like a little more. What the fuck did you say? Yep. Who's got what? Yep. Like just a little more heartbeat, like a little more pulse. We we obviously wanted to give it to to Kenny and have Kenny's lines the the through guys, we can't go to Jacks, we can't. So we listened. We decided to just sit back and let this guy that I'm never going to vote in the club, but let's give him his due. We'll give Cozy his due. But I found that I found that just really really weird that we weren't more pissed like pissed off more
0: yeah and upset. also yeah and also I, I gotta tell you again you know you never hindsight's always 2020 20, but it was like i understand jack says a lot going on but tara's been kidnapped <laughs> like like she's kidnapped by a guy who is basically shown yeah. no care like by the time you guys finish that conversation she could be dead And it just seemed like it was like, okay, what's the plan? We're going to do this. Well, I hope I agree, man. I know I agree. It was was a
1: very, very weirdly acted, directed, written scene. I got to tell you for sure.
0: Yeah. So, so again, but now we know, right? There's a plan. Uh, Kozik has a plan. Um, And now when we get back to Ireland, this is funny. I noticed this. The music montage kicks in. And I realized that he had to do these music montages in the middle. Cause we're gonna go get O'Neill. Well not me. I'm not there. I'm apparently hiding somewhere in an Irish pub. Um yeah. we're we're gonna go do that's this. Exactly point. what you're doing. It's silly. so so we're all of a sudden and it it also just shows you how what important your character was in the beginning. Like, <laughs> it doesn't even matter if he's not there. Um so so that's um, not
1: not that's not true, but I do no know I know, you but mean. you know
0: what I mean. So So all of a sudden the music kicks in and I realized that the reason they would kick in the music in the middle of an episode or even earlier than the middle is they had to use all those Ireland shots of the real guys on the bikes. So this is a way to show Ireland, right? Here we go on the bikes. We're simply because if this was charming, it would have been like, hey, we got to go find uh, O'Neill. And then you'd be at the location. You might see us pull out. But in this one, it's not just us pulling out. It's a whole ride.
1: No, no. No, this was when the second unit went to Belfast months before this is even put together. There were known shots, master shots that Sutter knew he was going to need. Maybe he wasn't even sure what episode, maybe he wasn't even, but he knew we got to be by the docks. We got to be outside. We got, we're going to be pulled over by the Protestants, by the cops at the beginning. Mm-hmm. We know that we need those 14 bikes from an air. And this was one of those uh, times where we knew he knew Sutter knew six months before we filmed it, that we were going to be on the docks looking for O'Neill and Jimmy's going to be there. And we want to see the bikes pull up. So let's use
0: five minutes of driving footage in Ireland
1: and a nice song. Goddamn straight.
0: Right. So, and again, this is where I think my frustration and lies with the season is it just felt like there was so, and I'll get into it again later where we're spending a lot of time on these characters that we don't really know. And then they make these big, huge things happen to them in their lives. And I'm like, why do my, Why do I care? Right? Okay. So here we are in this big, and I love seeing the guys ride, and surely I love seeing the Irish countryside. But again, I also want. Let's go. Like, let's go. You know what are we doing here? So after we get there, McGee hangs back, says he's a little freaked out from the bomb. Yeah. See, it's it's
1: it's just bullshit. Sorry to interrupt. See this this moment here. I've I've got it down, and I'll say this about myself: like Tig or Juice or Jacks. But this is a moment where again. I know I know that we needed to get somewhere. I know we needed to 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 get to the finale of this one episode. But there's no way Clay isn't looking at O'Neill going, or McGee, I mean, come on. (laughs)
0: There
1: you go. McGee, come on. What do you what are you hanging back for? Come on. Come on. We're going to find
0: especially if you suspect him.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna hang back. I'm gonna hang. And then and then he looks around the corner. Are they out of? Are they out of? Like, did they walk away? And then they get on the phone. I, 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 sorry, didn't buy any
0: of it. So again, that's where now. When I don't buy something, my problem as a viewer is. It's probably why I don't watch a lot of things. Is that the second I don't buy it, now it's taking. Now you got to get me back in. Now I got to come back in. Something has to happen where you you bring me back in. Because if I don't buy something, that could be the moment where I go to my phone or I just go, uh, what's happening here? This is, I don't like this. So again, him saying, Oh, I'm a little shook up from these bombs uh, that were happening a couple of days ago. But we're about to go get your sergeant at arms. Like, let's go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Again, I understand that there's a point and it's suspension of disbelief. So here we go. We're in there. Um, we have this guy hung up strung up, whatever you want to say. Um, And Sean's doing it to really, I remember because that prosthetic of his belly hung in the makeup room forever after this, like the one that they tore open
1: yeah, I, it, yeah, it yeah, they it, it was hanging up in, in the props room for props a room. long time. Right next time. to the
0: burning back. Right,
1: right next, next to, to the, the burning, burning back. back. I mean, yeah. And this is kind of, you know, akin to that in the first season like when we when we burnt those goddamn tattoos mm-hmm. off. It was kind of a little similar how we strung them up, They string, you know, like clay goes very this is some heavy medieval shit you got yeah. that beautiful smirk DL, from smiling. happy great. smirking away. Just Wonderful. great. So so you know and again so that's we're back to in a way we're back to the the charming days of this guy's done us so bad he he's put in jeopardy Jax's kid he's yeah. lied to us he wanted to kill us in a bomb literally 2 yes. minutes ago so now you're going to pay for it but we're g- we're g- we're going to give you a chance to talk so talk and of course And then the-
0: and then and then the other thing I realized in this moment is that um Jax has killed a lot of people on the show. Yeah. Like a lot. Like he's yeah. double digit bodies.
1: Yeah. We've like gone from, from the first, 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 first seat. Well, we've gone from the first season where Ted goes, I don't even think he can pull a trigger to Jax, put the gun away. <laughs> Jax, yeah, put the knife put the away. away. Jax, put it away. Let's watch some cartoons just for a minute. Please. Let's just, just stop killing come on. We, we love, we, we love you kid. Just like, let's step back for a sec. And it gets worse.
0: But at the same time, And it plays into it later when Kellen tells him, John never wanted, I'm trying to save somebody from being in this life. And we'll get to that beautiful scene. Good for you. Great scene. Yeah. Yeah. Saves the episode. Yeah. So, okay. So we got this big torture scene. It really is like Braveheart torturous. Yeah. Um, so I forgot, and I forgot everything because I wasn't in the episode. But I forgot anyway. Uh, we catch Jimmy on the roof. I was a little thrown by that. I was like, "Oh wow, did we catch him?" And again, because I don't know anything that's happening, I thought for a second we caught him and we kept him. I didn't. I was like, "How do we have him till episode 13? Because it's only episode ten.
1: I knew. Away. I knew. I knew we didn't capture him, but I I could never have guessed how he got away mm. from us. First, getting him on the roof, I had no idea. Going down the roof, the explosion comes up. That whole thing. I forgot that Jimmy escaped. I forgot that they had the fight.
0: Yeah, and and again, here we go into one of these full blown. I call them the A team gunfights. It's in you know Bobby's <laughs> falling sideways, shooting. Nobody gets hit. Nobody's yeah. getting. We're we're close range here, and nobody shoots.
1: Oh yeah, everybody. no, no one can can shoot straight, and we never could, unless unless we really had to,
0: <laughs> like. What are we talking about? If you're not at point blank range, they're six feet away. Nobody's get. Did anybody get? Did anybody die?
1: No, not not, not too many. Not too many. <laughs> we knew we knew what we were doing. We wanted to bring people back next week. Theo, come on. I
0: I so again. I, are we whole? Are we whole? We're whole. Nobody got hit. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, it that just drives me crazy. <laughs> so so we finally catch up to McGee. Um. There is a great line in that scene. There's a great line where McGee says to Clay, This life doesn't really provide for you. It's just about the money. And it really does make you for a second realize that what are these guys all doing this for? Right. Like there really is not, there's no benefit. There's no pension plan here. There's no like 401k. Like you're in trouble. And he realized that. And then we get into the whole Fredo Godfather thing. Um, the kissing, the throwing off the roof. The
1: My, my favorite part of that whole thing, and the, the boys did it so beautifully, but my, whole, my favorite part was the green screen that they used to show Belfast in the yeah. background from on top of the warehouse. Yeah. Like the bell tower and the church and the streets in the background. And then they even had a couple of birds flying in there. I thought, you know We're what? San Pedro. Yeah, you're in San Pedro San down Pedro, the docks. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I thought the green screen looked like amazing. It was very, very Godfather-esque in the kissing and stuff. And and then when Clay goes, "Give me your cut," you, you just you just know it's and, and it's fine. He knows it's over, and he just takes it. He takes it, first Manny. nine.
0: Oh yeah. yeah, it's a big deal. It's a big, it's a deal. big deal. It's a big deal. Again, do we know enough about him for it to be a big deal? I don't know, but it's a big deal in the, in the canon of it all. It's a big deal. Um, I mean, how many first nine members are left?
1: Piney clay and McGee. I think that's it. Those were the three that were left, right? Was was,
0: Was Lenny one of them? Sonny's character wow
1: wow i i don't remember do he's us. he's coming up
0: lenny the pimp
1: yeah he's coming up lenny he's coming up
0: is he first nine? yeah you don't know? i don't know me neither somebody will know somebody oh, will some know of the them. comments
1: yeah God damn label it will.
0: label it lenny the pimp let me know if he's first nine because I, I that would be the only other one who'd be alive after mcgee is gone
1: can't think of anyone else. No, can't do it. Can't think of it.
0: So again, now we go uh, into this meeting with. Uh, I guess they're. What do we call the IRA guys in this? They're called something. The army. The army, but they're also called the the something. Like these guys around the table. The I don't know. They've been calling them something. Is this our first time meeting them?
1: Uh I'm trying to think. Are you, you, you're talking about the, is the father there with everybody else? Yeah. Yes. The big. I, I got it down as the big boys scene with the father yeah. Jack discussing getting help, getting Jimmy, and it doesn't go so well. Okay. Correct. So yeah, that's right. No, this the is kings, literally the
0: Irish Kings. I'm sorry, this, I just found the, it. Found that, it in my brain.
1: Irish. That's queens. fine. The Irish Kings. I don't. You know, the Kings, Queens, Jacks. They can call <laughs> them whatever. They can call them they The Ten of Hearts. LA they can call They can so call, can call them whatever. Kings. They can call him whatever they want, but the boys' accents were dead on in that scene. Yes. No one was f- fucking throwing around guns and shit. It got a little tense, got a little heated. But again, I think Father Kellen needed to bring the Kings with him to let Charlie know that it's still not quite the way you think this is going to go down to get your son. And it just, uh, it just doesn't go well. The meeting doesn't go well.
0: No, it doesn't. And um, again, I find myself in this weird position where I'm like, there's so much I want to know about the people I care about, the tigs, the pioneers, the, I want to know more about Jack's. Like we're spending so much time with other people. And I could tell that like, as an audience member, as a fan, I'm like, can we just go back to like our guys. Like we're, again, we just don't know enough about them. Even like the sub characters that are part of the family, the Chuckies, the, you know, uh, piney, like so let's spend some time with piney who I love the answers. And I felt like we just, <clears throat> we would be with these characters that I didn't, I just don't know them. And listen, I'm supposed to care about them.
1: Listen, listen, when, when Sutter, when it was time for him to do season three, and if he was here, he'd be able to tell it better than me. When he went to Landgraf, when he went to FX and we wanted to get, we we need the folklore of the John Teller stuff. We need the past. We need the first nine. We need, we need Sam Bell. We're, we're, it was a big debate. There was a debate. Yeah. Not sure. It's like, we're going to be put it on hold, The tr- on hold, on hold, but you know, Sutter, it. Sutter just needed it. And so, these, these aren't really complaints. These are just like observations that you're making on an entire, certainly four shows right now. And are we repeating some things? I think we are, but there's still enough pop in that incredible show that of course we're not going to turn it off, but it's nice to be able to talk about it. And I, I, and I think we have
0: to, you know, I'm always going to, you know, (laughs) now this is good because I know what I was feeling when we were doing it, you know, this season. And I think that if we don't address it, I think that it also, again, like I said earlier, there's a moment at the end that for me saves the entire episode. You know, there's a moment that th- there's always moments. And I'm not saying that every episode is going to be a 10 out of 10. That would be foolish to say nothing's like that. Even no. the greatest film and television no. in the world is not perfect. No, um, It's very rare that you have a, in my mind, a, a Citizen Kane or, a, or Goodfellas or, you know, whatever we're talking about that I feel are perfect things, you know, uh, or as close to it as you're going to get. Um, But in this, it's hard. You realize that doing a TV show and where, because season three is so important for the rest of the show, that the whole length of it, that it needed to be done. But at the same time, there's a lot of filler stuff in there that you're like, come on, come on let's pick up the pace let's let's go from yeah. an eight eight minute mile to seven thirty here it's seven minute like let's change
1: it okay and and, and speak, sorry are you done i don't want yeah, to cut yeah. you off yeah so yeah. speaking speaking of picking up the pace let's go right back to mcnally let's go right back to, to tara best. and mcnally and she gets to talk about her back and her od and how her boyfriend OD. crazy OD'd. she didn't and they, they you know i don't know i don't know what you Theo, but it, it almost felt like uh those two being tied up
0: yeah
1: up in the attic it just felt like a different show like we're, we're, did, gonna, we're gonna we're in a different 100 show it's
0: a hundred times more interesting than what's going
1: just, on it, well I, I, i'm not gonna say that i'm just gonna say it's a it's a different show it's and we're not even back in charming no. this is tara McNally being tied up yeah. and he might get killed they're yeah. doctors yeah what is what is happening yeah. that's the craziness of where this show continued to go All seven seasons, you just get reminded of it's fucking nuts. But I'll tell you what, like you just said, uh, Margaret Mcnally, I I love her. I love her, and and Tara, they're 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 becoming BFFs, like you. But who
0: would have thought? Here she is talking about like 1989 and saying she, you know, OD'd and that she was buying them drugs, and she leaves it on her back to remind it that that's behind her. You know, she's got this giant ink piece on her back, and. Right there, in less than four and a half minutes, we just gave a origin story of a character. Sure. And if we just did that a little more, like let everybody have a four-minute origin story. Because then if something happens to them, I now feel invested in that character. Sure. So in that moment, I'd already been building such a great character arc she has. And now I'm fully invested in her. So I went from I went from really disliking and hating her. Yeah. Now, now I'm in. Oh, I'm Great. in. Great. Amazing. So I, lo- I love that. And again, it just shows that there's so much more to some of these characters. So then we go Gemma and Clay scene. Um, Gemma, it made me realize Gemma has definitely had the most one on one scenes in the seven year period. Like she's, it, it, she was rarely in group scenes. She was in them sometimes, but a lot of hers were just one on one, one actor, one actor. And you and I know that when it's one actor, one actor, there's a couple of things that happen. One, it's faster, meaning you film them faster. They're not, because you don't have all this coverage. And there's a lot more going on. She had a lot there's of, there's a lot scene. of less
1: jackals, a lot of less jackals in the scene. A lot scene. of less jackals. It's, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's just too much. Less people, people on scene. Less people Less everything. <laughs> So yeah, she, and, I, and, I, and I wrote down, we haven't had one of those in a while. We haven't no. had a Gemma Clay in a while. And Clay was so pissed at McGee and who can blame him. And they, again, talked about the past. And we needed to have one of those Gemma Clay. I think Clay's finally over his jet lag. There's been a, a few things going on now, finally, over there in Ireland. But they need to get home. They need to get the baby and, and come home. All right, now, we yeah. we have we have to move to the Alvarez scene. Uh, please with the, tell with, me with, okay Had, so i didn't see any of that coming that day again kenny he's such a rhinoceros isn't he he's just he's <laughs> such a rhinoceros and and he you know i i gave it up to him in this episode i let him run the you did run the you know you you can go in the in the gate first you can yeah yeah okay and and there's a reason for that this scene was really cool because. If you can just try and imagine going into the backyard of a club president's home with his baby and mother and wife, uh, uh, his own wife, and you're coming in with guns drawn, like like that is something you just you just never do it in the mob. That means you were coming there to shoot someone. You were yeah. going to that to, through the through the kitchen. You're, As you're, they you're, say, you're,
0: whack them. You're coming into to whack em.
1: whack them. That's it. There's no there's no other reason for that. So Alvarez, Emilio, he came out of that house. And I remember his TIG going. And the way Emilio and I, as characters, it evolved over the years. But at this point, point right now, he's trusting me 0%. TIG, 0%. No matter what's coming out of my mouth, no matter what kind of gun, no gun, he had his eyes on me. He didn't know this other guy, Kenny. He certainly knows Piney. But there's not a lot of trust going on. Mm-hmm. But the guy with the white spiky hair, he will listen to him. He will at least entertain what he has to say. And the way Kenny got to say it was really, listen, man, we shouldn't be here. Put him yeah. down. Put the gun. And Emilia and, and was thinking, I think, uh, Alvarez was going, who, who, who is this guy? Who, who even is this guy? But I'm gonna listen, and we all put our guns down. And I'll tell you that baby, it was so funny. Uh, this is why they say acting with you know children and, and animals, dogs especially, are it's just—it's so hard to do because they steal every scene. That baby was the most, and I was there all day, never cried one time, never cried. And this is the one time we wanted a baby to cry when we had little Ables, uh, you cried. know and. and They they well when we had them and we wanted them to be in a good mood they were crying of course but in this one we were ready to go bring the baby in. hopefully he's trying Ah, 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 ah. so we
0: hide spikes yeah yeah
1: so we had so we had to hide that beautiful little baby and then they put in the crying later it was just it was just so funny
0: yeah and and it reminded me in this episode again because Kozik is you know pretty featured in this episode is Kenny Kenny has got something pretty amazing about him when he acts like he's got this thing that like he's a rhinoceros like you said he's a he's he's kind of leading you know head first but even just when he talks he's got there's certain people that have like a thing that no one else has of them. you know i believe you have that you know i hope that i have that but like he has something where you go he, just his cadence and the way he looks and the way he moves and the, the way he speaks and again I'm a, such a huge fan of his from the Shield that on this was like I get it and then at the same time I get I don't just get the Koza character I get why him and Tig don't like each other because they are so different. You
1: you could not and, and I know that Kenny hopefully would say the same thing. You could not and we climax coming up here. Um, why why we never got along he and I as characters we. Loved working with, other, with each other so much, knowing that we were going to be so much together here and charming, even though it was a couple days, an episode, maybe one day but together. It was just him and me, and we threw in Piney for some spice. Yeah. And it was just great. It was just great because much like you said about Gemma, it really was just Keg and cozy. We just We really were bouncing off each other. And I also noticed myself, I smirked a lot yes. near the end of that scene. I was smirking like, wow, look at Kozik. He's hitting a home run right here. And Elrish, thank you, bro. I know you don't trust me, but I'm not saying anything. Right? My gun's down. And hey, thank you.
0: Yeah. No. And uh, and again, really cool. I I just, yeah. And again, Kozik with with such a short time on the show made such a lasting impact to the fans. And I think that that's a testament to Kenny. Um, Okay. So. Oh, boy. Trinity and Jax meet up outside. I got to tell you, I'm starting to get uncomfortable. Do you know the play fool for
1: love by Sam Shepard? Do you know that play fool for love? I'm going to yeah, tell you. Okay. So Ed, Har- Ed Harris did it on Broadway and uh, he played Sam Eddie
0: Shepard. One of the greatest ever rest in
1: peace. ever, 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 ever. Uh, sorry to bring this up. I know pisses you and the boys off but black Hawk down. We played golf, you know, the best five times. He didn't
0: drink on tell the side. The story. We- tell the story. Cause I want to be reminded. I'm such a giant Sam Shepard fan. Um, he passed right how many yeah he's gone how now. many years yeah. back uh, A couple of years right two years probably yeah okay one of the greatest playwrights uh even better actor Writers, I mean, everything just, it was just amazing. everything just an artist all around artist um a dad in the notebook for anybody who's trying to find a modern thing for him but also a million other things um Tell me he couldn't fly, right? Didn't he not like to fly?
1: Yeah, in Blackhawk Down, uh, we, we had a real problem at the, at the beginning of that movie where the Defense Department were not uh, releasing the Blackhawks. They were not giving us the Blackhawks. It's called Blackhawk Down. It's not called Huey Down. It's not called any other Chinook kind of helicopter. Down or, Chinook yeah. Down. It's called yeah. Blackhawk Down. So Sam Shepard was going to take a, a boat. He, wasn't, he doesn't fly. Sam never flew. He hated to fly
0: so get on planes you no get on plane.
1: no it's driving that's why he hardly ever left america but he he was willing to get on a ship they were going to put him on a ship it's gonna take 10 days <laughs> he was gonna have a great time he was gonna drink a lot of jack daniels and write a fucking play i'm sure anyway as luck would have it for us but not for him they released the helicopters a little early and they said you only have them for 10 days this is so sam was either gonna get replaced or he's got to get on a flight. Well, Shepard got on a flight because he wanted to be in this movie so bad. And I guess um there was a little bit of alcohol consumed. There was a few tranquilizers taken. Sam 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 told me he doesn't remember even getting on the plane, but he did land. Um, he had every actor on that movie, every lead actor on that movie, this first day that he showed up, he had to do this three-page dialogue in yeah, the beginning I of the movie. That scene. And he couldn't get it right. And and we were all just feeling for him. Just yeah, the greatest guy and and such a, he's a cowboy too, you know? Like he's, he's a cow—he's a, cow, a cowboy. He was a cowboy, man, but a brilliant artist. And uh, So he did this anyway, play, Fools so for Love. F- Fool for Love and Fool Ed Harris started, and then, and then Bruce Willis did it. He took over Ed Harris and then Bruce Willis, *Cast casted Moonlighting and that's his whole career. Well, I did it in Canada. I did it three times. And it's about a man and a woman, Eddie and May, and the two of them end up hooking up before they realized that she was his half, his half sister. And so the whole play just gets darker and darker and darker of this love affair that they have with. And then they find out that they're half sister, half brother. And it just uh,
0: didn't end well. Yeah. So again, here we are (laughs) as the audience, we're seeing this happening and we're like, okay, she's saying her dad was killed in Lebanon. He was a soldier. They kiss and it starts to get weird. Right. And as the audience member, you're going, okay, uh, what's going on here? Right. And then uh, but now we cut away and we're (laughs) left to think about it. But now we go to Gemma with, you know, Cherry and Maureen and in the kitchen scene, everyone is pretty aggro. Everyone's ready to go. Um,
1: I need a whiskey, Maureen says. I need a new life, Cherry says. I
0: mean, you know. Now, all of a sudden, that's leading towards the next moment, which is we're still, our brains are still on what we just saw outside. is going to run to get smokes. Maureen's going to follow her. And I mean, here's one of the greatest lines, unless we want a three headed grandson, we better, we better share some, we better share some home history, family history. Um, uh, zinger. It was God a Sutter Zinger. Thank God they walked in. Um. Thank yeah. God they heard something get knocked over. And
1: yeah. uh yeah, I mean, and, and this is part of the Kurt Sutter, you know, the narrative of the SOA Irish narrative and the whole John Teller and and having Trinity. This was all you got
0: the fans on the edge of the seat there.
1: Yeah, yeah. What 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 was the line that Jack said there, Theo? Two uh, minutes the best
0: line uh, two minutes later, I'd be entering Tig Territory. It's one of Vestline's again. I'd, da- and-
1: I'd I'd be dancing in Tig Territory. I mean, come on. I used to I used to love that when we would throw a little juice analogy or little Tig analogy, and you're not even in the but There's a spirit. lot of
0: Tig analogy over the seven years because pretty basically much. it was always that if it was gonna be the most fucked up, craziest, weird thing, T I G
1: T I G G. That was yeah.
0: <laughs> that was his thing. Whatever was gonna happen, Tig was gonna do it. Yeah. And again, here we are referencing that. And Jax was pretty cool about it, right? Obviously we have this great scene between Trinity and Maureen that she was a lot less cool about it. Um, here's the thing. We have this great scene between them and it is, it's a great scene, but again, we don't know enough about them to have this scene, have the impact that I think they wanted it to have. Cause you got tears, you got crying and you got an audience member, me being that member going, okay, okay, Terrible. She's finding out about JT and terrible, but okay, let's go. Right, and I think that you just you're laying a lot on in the episode. We love We already. It feels like six weeks ago we lost O'Neill, but it's the same episode. Right,
1: fifteen minutes ago. Yeah, right. So much. So so much.
0: so, So much going on. So. We get back to Salazar. Uh, Great. Now here we go. I'm ready. The second Salazar and then pop on screen. I'm back in. Right. And uh, great. When Tara says like, you know, I'm pregnant, you know, don't kick me, you know, whatever. Um, He's pretty evil in that scene, man. Again, I'm pretty excited to see what happens to him because uh, she's in trouble. Right. This is what I'm thinking. I don't know. I don't even know if McNally survives. I don't know anything. Don't when a
1: human, when, when, I'm not going to tell you a thing, but when a human being does what Salazar is now doing with two women in an attic because you are so over it or high on drugs or you need money to the point where you're doing that kind of shit, thank God this is just a TV, fictional yeah. TV show because Salazar, it's not going to end good for you. And we all know that this show survives with both those girls. But in the moment, oh, I didn't
0: know that of, of feeling, I wasn't sure if McNally made it, but just,
1: just, just in case you, you forget, um, Spoiler alert! but spoiler alert, Tara does survive.
0: I know that McNally I
1: was her demise. McNally does survive. Okay. And we're going to find out how, but uh, I think she survives. Jesus Christ. Maybe I shouldn't even say that the kids will slap me on the internet if I'm wrong. Oh yeah. They don't, but play. look, look, Theo, that was always a good problem to have for Kurt and all his writers. And that is this, this, this story of SOA had a lot of tentacles, a lot of ways it could go because it's so fucking fascinating to watch. And it was cast so perfectly. Mm-hmm. And the music was so awesome. Oh. And, and, and here we are talking about, we're, we're nickel and diming how, you know, honestly, how, how we feel about this show. But that I always would go to Sutter and go, the fuck. I want more with with with, with clay. Why, why do we? And he yeah. just would go. We're moving on, baby. We're moving well, on. Well, this
0: is this is the one thing I always say about the show: the worst parts of our show are still better than ninety nine percent of the shows that we're ever on. Like I, don't, how, I'm not how, saying how lucky we we're we. on it. I'm not saying it because we were on it. Like no. I'm, if I nitpick a scene here, I'll still take that scene over because most of the stuff I put on, I'm like. What the fuck is going on in this show? Like this is, and these are ones that people say are like the greatest things ever, and I'm like, the show is trash. But you know, again, I get it. So here, so here we go to we get we're Come getting on. into. Let's, let's get the to the ending. final scene. This is it. Final is it. scene. Um. Kellen's waiting. They've cleared out the whole place. Jax is going to come in and talk to him. Sean checks him for guns. You know, Jax is coming in and here we go. We're going to get the address. We're going to find out where Abel is. We're going to find out what's going on with the kid. And I got to tell you, I, I was glued to my screen. And then when Kellen threw him over the table, because obviously we know Jimmy Cosmo is a fucking beast, throws him over the table. He, he
1: actually gave birth to Kenny Johnson. He actually birthed Kenny. That's how, <laughs> could, that that's would how be tough. a great father. No, seriously, way. no, really, seriously.
0: Add Piney in as the stepdad, and you got a force of trio. But but you see,
1: this is why this scene for me was so, as you just said, so real. It was so real because Charlie's on his ass; he's thrown to the ground. A leg comes up. It's not always about shooting or. Yeah. How about a little fight? How about a little fist fight? How about a little like man to man combat? And, uh yeah, Sean goes down hard, man. And it was a great scene.
0: Yeah, and they get in their scrap. And then, you know, he turns the tides. And obviously, Kellen doesn't want to see – Sean just lost his brother. You know, he doesn't want to see him die. And obviously, Jax is in a fragile state because of his son and all that. But, man, when Kellen hits him with those words of, like, I'm basically yeah. trying not to make your son become you and your yeah. own dad. Yeah,
1: who I um, lost who i
0: lost that's right i can save him you see and and man big fucking shout out to charlie Hunnam on this one he with no words played everything on his face yeah. everything is there of like he questioned all of it where maybe a lesser actor could have you know maybe just played the rage and played the whatever he literally put it on his face of like You
1: did. I was proud of my my boy. I was proud of him there. I really was. He is better
0: off without me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or
1: certainly not having my life. That's right. Certainly not having my life.
0: And then, question his own shit. Maybe I should get out of it. Maybe I should move to Saskatoon. Maybe I should join the baseball team so Abel can play hockey. Yes.
1: Let's see how know. that works out. You never know. We don't know what's well, going Let's happen. see.
0: Well, we're doing them in a row. We're going to do episode 11 next. So we're, we're on this tear. We have 11 and 12, and then we're done with season three. It's a wrap. It'll be our first season we ever finished in
1: two I'm actually really excited. I'm really excited.
0: We're going to put it to bed. I'm, a, I'm,
1: a, yeah, I'm enjoying putting these to bed. I'm enjoying this, this season. I'm glad we're going in a row these last four because it's, uh, it's easier on my old brain right now. And I'm trying yeah, me to, you too. know, it's, it's easier too, on you. And you're in a hotel room, there's a lot going on. A lot going on. All right, brother, listen to me. Look at me. Look at me. I'm you looking. stay safe. Yeah. Stay safe. Yes. And 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 I know how kind you are and how brilliant you are, but you fucking stay safe, or I'll kill oh, you. Yeah. A minute.
0: I am. I am. I'm wearing. This is the first time ever I, I went for a walk, and I'm wearing two masks. Yeah. I'm at this point. I'm wearing two masks. so Wear uh, a third. Cover your we're hair up. Make, make sure your hair. Wear is a okay. hairnet. Yeah, I'm on it. I'm I'm literally on it. So uh, see, listen, I love six, you. Seven,
1: I'll talk to you tomorrow on the phone. I love you, yes, buddy. Yes, I love you. Too, Thanks buddy. for doing this. Yes, love of you, course. Buddy. Bye. See
0: ya. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. You know the deal. Theory T-H-E-O, Pod hashtag Theory Pod capital T H E O small R Y capital P O D. If we're talking Reaper reviews, it's the hashtag Reaper reviews with the double R go everywhere where the where this podcast is available and go subscribe and follow Apple Spotify Google iHeart wherever and uh, and then if you want to see the videos go on to YouTube and subscribe to the page we got some cool stuff coming um like I always say this life goes by in a blink so stay up stay awake keep being the example um and let's keep making a difference all right all right Hey, yo, shout out to my crew, the theory team, the team, okay? Starting with my incredible editor, Caroline Kawash, to the incredible design skills of Cesar Arvello, to the other designer slash web slash everything, Justin Tordella, go look them up, go follow them, go thank them. They're an incredible team, and I wouldn't be even remotely able to do a second of this without them. So shout out to the entire Theory team, uh, or as we say in New York, big up, um, incredible people, incredible humans, and I'm fortunate and proud to have them.